You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good morning, everybody. I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, April 21st, episode 3167, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, actually, no fun guests today. Our guests had to postpone till next week, so it's just Jamie and I. You have to suffer through us today. You're stuck with us. That's it. That's all you get. Jamie's going to tell us about... your. This is happening way too often, by the way. I'm going to file a complaint with Mother Nature about your close call with tornadoes and hail. And we're going to also learn about what your horse's breed would have been like in high school and some really bad ads. And we'll do a post show uh, for you as well. I wanted to announce, though, if your name is Kyle, and I actually talked to Dr. Wendy's, our, the old host here. I talked to her. Uh, her significant other's name is Kyle, and he used to live in Texas, so this is perfect, but he won't go. Uh, if if your name is Kyle, you know anyone named Kyle, you want to send them to Kyle, Texas. And you want to send them there on May, Sunday, May 21st, because they're trying to break the record for the city with the largest same-name gathering. So they want to get all the Kyles together to break the world record. The old world record, by the way, was set in 2017 in Bosnia with 2,325 people who were named Ivan. Um, kind of fits. For that, I guess. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, everybody in Bosnia is named, named Ivan. Ivan. That's easy. <laughs> so they're trying to get uh, 2,325 Kyles together at 4 p.m. on Sunday, May 21st to break the world record. They need 26, though. I think 20... Oh, yeah, they do need 26. They need more than that. Right. I mean, so, come on, Kyle. Do your math. <laughs> I know. So, Kyle, uh, our Kyle, you need to go because you might, they might get 2,325 and you would have helped break the record. And then your name is going to be in the Guinness Book of World's Record as Kyle. <laughs> wow. So so I was wondering, you know how we say certain names? We're talking about names, actually, today at Breeds in high school. But in high school, you always had to came... Uh, Jack was always the big kid who picked on everybody. You know, in our high school, there were a couple Jacks, and they were always troublemakers. And, I, you know, it's Kyle. Kyle's kind of that neutral name, though, isn't it? Do you ever know a I... Kyle growing up? I well, my my best friend Larissa's husband's named Kyle, and I already was like, I gotta call him. There is no way he'll go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and you aren't even that far. I don't know where Kyle, Texas, is. But. Actually, I looked it up. It's six hours from me, and yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle's kind of that neutral name, you know. Uh, Glenn was kind of a neutral name too. There wasn't enough of them to have a stereotype. With Glenn's. my um, family name is Glenn. With, but it's G L Y N N. So, like, my. Did they say it Glenn or Glenn? Glenn. Glenn? Okay. <laughs> Is there a difference? I don't know. Okay. How do they pronounce it? Uh, so, you're, does that mean the last name you mean? 
Yeah. You no, know, so my grandpa's name was Glenn, and so my brother's name was Joshua Glenn. It gets like a thing, but again, <laughs> G L Y and then sorry. Okay, well, they aren't having a. If they held one of these to try and break a record with Glenn's, I think they'd come up short. Uh, yeah, they might. They might. And you know what? Anybody named Jamie, if we're like, there's only like you have to be currently between the age of 44 and 47. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> was named Jamie. Jamie. You probably had ja- a lot of Jamies in your school then. At uh, least uh, there was one other girl and she sucked. <laughs> God, I hated her. I still don't like her. And I'm 45 years old. and I still think of that Jamie. And, <sighs> and every Jamie that's been after you has been spelled different. Yeah. Yeah. Jaime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been or, or spelled it the way uh, Jemmy does. J A I M E. Anyway, if your name All is right. Kyle, go to go Texas. to Texas. That's right. All right. Let's do some daily winnies, and then I want to hear about your your latest round. couple altered birthdays over the weekend. Lucy Douglas, Erica Harvey, and Melissa saying this. Happy birthday to all of you. We hope you have a great weekend. All right. Well, I did something really fun yesterday. Uh, pretty cool. We're having a hay shortage. So I'm going to all lengths, Glenn, to get hay. And this time, this load of hay, y'all remember last week I harassed my friend Larissa to give me hay. Um, This time, Chad plays golf with a guy who's also a cattle farmer. (laughs) So cattle farmer, friend, golfer of of my sweet husband um, said, I got some hay. You know, I don't know if you're going to like it or not, but I got hay. And I mean, it's clean. And so we drove to the middle of nowhere Oklahoma yesterday to look at hay took the trailer ended up getting three bales of hay but this Chad's friend so he's like I'll give you guys a tour and so we get in these off-road UTVs and we're driving through these fields and there's a huge pile of bones in the field and I was like what is that he was like oh that's a cow we had to we had to dispatch her. She was really old and blah, 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 whatever else. And I'm like, okay. And so I start I'm walking around the bones and I'm like, these are awesome. These are super cool bones of an expired cowl. And they've been out there for so long. They're clean. They're white. Uh, yeah. they're white. Yeah. So I, I picked some up and I took it home and, and then he gave me the skull. Why? I got a rib. I got a okay. femur. I got Why? a backbone. Okay. Cause here's the deal. Okay. When we you've first gotten creepy here, on me all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> so when we first moved here, the pastures needed cleaning. So Lucas and I would go on what we call the trash hunt. Trash hunt. And I drive the ranger and he sees trash and we stop and he goes and picks it up. And we do it all the time. Probably once a week we go on a trash hunt. But it has morphed into more of a trash hunt. Sometimes it's a fly mask hunt. Sometimes it's a bell boot hunt. And there's also the dinosaur bones hunt. Because one time we found... A bone in the pasture, and he was so convinced like, it was dinosaur. Oh yeah, it's dinosaur yeah. bone. There's dinosaurs everywhere here, so I decided to take all these bones, and I came home from the cattle farmer's place, oh, no, you and I drove out in the pasture, <laughs> and I put bones 
everywhere. He's I mean, a little older now. Do you think he's going to fall for this? So I, I, we had during the storm, we had a tree come down and it just ripped right out of the ground. Right. So it's fun, but there's like a huge hole where it was. So I put the skull in the hole. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so anyway, yesterday I get him home from school. I'm like, bud, the storm really brought in a whole lot. We need to go out and do a trash hunt because there's going to be trash everywhere. And he's like, ah, oh, fine. So he gets in the ranger. We start driving out and he's like, there's some trash. <gasps> That's a bone. That's a bone. So he runs over and gets a bone and it is like a rib bone. It is huge. It's probably like two feet long. And he's like, oh my God. And I'm like, is that a dinosaur bone? And he's like, mom, it's not a dinosaur bone. It's a cow bone. And we have Brooklyn with us. Yes. I'm like, you don't know that. It could be a dinosaur. He goes, is this mom, is this a prank? And I was like, no, I just were driving around the field after a storm. So he gets back in. He's like, oh, my gosh, this bone, you know, and and then there's a cow farm next door. So they're like probably a coyote drug this bone over. They're coming up with all sorts of ways. And we drive a little further. And he's like, what is that? And then there's another, like a femur and it's huge, right? So he picks that up. He's like, oh my God, as we drive around, then we find the, the like piece of uh, the of the back, you know, like a uh, backbone. And he's like, oh my God. And of course, in boy fashion, it's kind of elongated. <laughs> mom, mom, I found a penis. <laughs> I found a penis. I'm like, bud. Okay. And of course I'm videoing during that. And around that time we came to the tree with, how did this get under the tree? There's a skull under the tree. I'm like, it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And he's like, mom, it's a cow. (laughs) Anyway, there is a fun video posted, including my son discussing how he found a cow penis <laughs> in the pasture. So I posted it on my Facebook page. What year did they overcome cute. that whole fascination thing with? Um, No, no. Oh, are you telling me you're over the fascination with your own penis? Because well, you're Is he over the whole fart thing? Is that done now? Because that seemed to be the four to oh, seven No, all age. that is just starting. Oh. <laughs> all of that is just starting. <laughs> Farts are hilarious. Wieners are funny. Like, it's just right. He's nine. Like, he's coming into his own with all of that. But yeah, oh, it, was, it was awesome. And um, so we he didn't had, buy it for a minute, though, did he? Not the dinosaur, but he still, to this day, to this moment, has no idea I put it all out there. And you're okay, okay. with lying to your child? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all we do. <laughs> what? Like, and if parents are honest, they if they're really honest, all of them do. So one time the tooth fairy forgot. Oh, you didn't tell him the tooth fairy died, did you? Oh, no, I no, didn't. Okay. But I was like, oh, you know what is so funny is the tooth fairy called me. Actually sent me a text. She doesn't call. Um, <laughs> called me and told me that she got really wrapped up. And here's 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> There were too many teeths last night. <laughs> I I couldn't. It was too late. I, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> it's like you've lost like 150 teeth. I don't know. It's like, but anyway, the dinosaur bones in the pasture. Well, we we know they're cow bones, but 
it was a pretty epic, awesome evening in the pasture. There you go. Well, that's a good mom to even think of that. I would have never even thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, the farmer's like, why do you want those bones? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, I can't even get rid of bones. Like, yeah, I'm like, dude, this is going to be epic. And so, of course, I had to send him pictures and video and all the things. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> so tell me about this storm, not so awesome, what, two days ago. Um, and I saw the name of the town. I looked it up. That town that got hit by the big tornado was right near you. Yes, it was right near us. So uh, it was, let's see, that was Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Tuesday night, we're watching the news. And this is what's great about all of this is that they really can forecast it way out. And they're like, there might be a chance for severe weather tomorrow night. We don't know, but, you know, be what they call weather aware for Wednesday night. So it's about four o'clock and p.m. on Wednesday. And yeah, something's coming. And of course, I just got in the feed store. My truck is loaded up with feed in the bed. And I'm like, drive, drive, drive. I don't want to get rain on all this new grain. So you get home, we unload the grain, and it's like time. So you can see the 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 sky is turning. It turns basically green. It's really strange. Like the whole sky kind of illuminates in like this green color. And so I get all the horses up. I do all the things in the barn that I need to do. And I kiss them all. And I tell them all I love them. And then I'll see them in the morning. Uh, so I we go into the house. And it was just one of those. And it was still light out, which is, it seems to me like most of the events we've had have been, you know, and nine ten o'clock at night but this started right around five and there's crazy clouds started forming and it was just nuts now this time my husband was home so at least i had a little bit of support um so he would watch but it was one of those like you just watching it and it would the storm would split and then come back together and then split and come back together and the hail at one point, I it, I'm sitting on the couch and it sounded like I was in a battle in World War II. Like it just like oh, we're getting gunshots. shelled, yeah, just with hail and it was like up to baseball and softball size hail. Really? They do everything with balls. So there's nickels, wait, d- dime size hail, quarter size hail, golf ball size hail, tennis ball size hail, baseball wow. size hail. Softballs, I tell. Anyway, they they have like this whole like you're gonna be getting softballs out there, and you know whatever. And it was crazy, and so we just I, the only thing we got, I think, was golf ball size hail this time. Um, but surrounding areas got hammered, but it just didn't stop. It was just like you just feel like you're in a war zone. And so there's a guy. There's there's three or four different news channels, local news, and you turn one of them on and you pick your poison. Do you want the really calm kind of stoned guy or do you want the like super intense, we're all going to (laughs) die? The Jim Cantori. That's the guy I watch, okay? (laughs) His name is David Payne, Oklahoma's weather expert. (laughs) So David Payne is a nervous wreck, but he mirrors what I'm feeling inside. So, but like, it was like a pancake cloud. He's so funny. He's He's like, Grandma's serving up pancakes, and the, the the weather would went to coal, and he was like, "If you're in coal, you're in the hole." <laughs> and then at one point, the the tornado was heading towards the casino. He's like, "Y'all, if your grandma's at that casino, you better go get her now. You got about ten minutes." <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like it's so intense and so crazy and so wild. Um, but it was awful. I mean, were you ever in the shelter? Did it get to that point? Three separate times. Oh wow. 
three separate times the weather alarm went off. Um, the because there's the, every Saturday at noon they test. The, you remember this siren yeah. testing? Yeah. So they test the sirens so that when the sirens that go in, off, it did that in Lexington when we lived there. Yeah, yeah. when the sirens go off, you it it's cl- you need to get in. And three times the sirens went off, and you know we prep our shelter by getting water and all our paperwork and um, and to get shoes. You don't think about needing shoes, but if there's debris outside, you're going to need shoes. So we have blankets and pillows, and then all the dogs come in, and I have dog cookies and <laughs> toys, and it's not a big. Did you shelter. bring the birds in with you? Well, you know what? We had to make a decision. Well, they can fly. <laughs> it was Chad or the birds. <laughs> and um, it was Chad a highly <laughs> contested debate. <laughs> um, Lucas, Lucas, it's either dad or the birds. What are we going to do? Uh, <laughs> I was like, Dad's coming in here. Birds can fly. Yeah, birds got a chance. They have a chance to survive. I, I remember you saying that last time. So I was like, we're going to go with birds can fly. So they'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it was, we had to make a decision. Um, but it was just one of those like, oh, it's past this. It's past this. Oh, no, it's looped back around. It's come back together. It's forming right above us and, and all that. So it was just, just incredibly. And this was really only a couple miles from your house. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, not as close as the last one that hit, you know, that was like right up the street that missed us by, you know, 200 yards. But um, this one was just really long. There was so many tornadoes and so many storms. And it just begs the question. Why? And I've asked people (laughs) all day yesterday, why... Do we live here? But you could say that about anywhere. The people who got 20 feet of snow this year, or hurricanes, or there's really no good place to live. I, I know, but California, it's look, called, it's going to fall off into the ocean at some point. But this is called Tornado Alley. Like, why would you want to live in a place called Tornado Alley? Why did my in-laws decide to settle here? You know, like, (laughs) why are we here? I don't understand. It's times like this where I'm like, this is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Again, where are you going to go? That doesn't have bad stuff. You you have hurricane sea. I mean, I know there's something everywhere. I'll still still take my hurricane over your tornado, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, man. Because I have five days or two weeks to prepare. Yeah. You got yeah. 10 minutes. Well, no, I mean, I again, we were able to, you, you kind of have at least 24 hours. I mean, you don't, but to prepare for something that may or may not come. You know what? You're just screwed no matter what. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. You have no say. Except, except uh, when it changes 55 times, you know, like the last one. But yeah, I'm it just glad you're okay and all the horses okay. Yeah, all the horses were fine. I'm sure that they're was terrified there, in the barn hail with damage? the hail. Everything dented? You know, we, we've got to have our roof inspected because apparently if hail takes down tree branches, it does enough to damage your roof. So the shed that we lost in the last tornado, we lost half the roof in one of our old sheds. Well, we just lost the rest of it. 
in this one. Well, he's help, help, Mother Nature's helping you tear it down. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, we, we are waiting on a quote. That all is in process in insurance claims to get that all sorted out. Um, but yeah, it was just... It was just so long and so much stress. And this poor guy on the news just, I mean, he doesn't take a break. He was on the camera for like six hours. It was exhausting. And I was watching him for that long. It was exhausting. So, uh, but it's, it's just, you know, it's one of those things, I guess. I don't know. It, it just sucks. Well, I'm it glad just, you're okay. It's been too close here in the last couple of weeks. That's for sure. Uh, well, this is just the beginning of tornado season. Like it's just starting. I am really glad you got the shelter. I, I've seen the shelter in the new house. Uh, no tornadoes taking that thing away. That's, you know, <laughs> that's pretty I, solid. I posted a picture of Homer laying in it because he's like, wow, I get to be in the house on blankets and pillows, like on the floor with everybody. He thinks that, that, that tornadoes are the greatest thing ever because the sirens go off. We all get to snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> so he's. I posted a picture in there and then a lady uh, last night was like, I don't understand so it's it's like a closet, and I said, yeah, it's a it's a big reinforced. I mean, it's like twelve inches of concrete on all four sides. It's rated for like you know a bomb. And I think there's to concrete on the ceiling too, right? It's, oh yeah, yeah, the whole thing. There's like a vent in it, so yeah. and there's locks on the inside of the door, so you lock yourself in. And it's a steel door. It's a steel door with yep. top, middle, bottom locks. The whole entire thing is concrete. Like I said, there's a vent fan in it, so like it's you at least aren't going to suffocate, you know? So we're all in there and she's like, I don't understand um, why the things on the shelf don't fall off. I'm like, cause it's a concrete. She's building. thinking earthquake, not uh... exactly. I'm like, yeah, she is from California. Yeah, yeah that's good. But um, one of our listeners, Jen, who was just visiting, uh, she said that what she's learned after seeing the storm shelter is she's like booze and shoes. That's what you have <laughs> in there. there. You go. Booze, it just happened to be where we keep the liquor and the medicine, and I thought that was a good idea. So it, it's what it is. You need to sign this as booze and shoes on the door. Booze and, and shoes, shoes, baby. There you go. <laughs> the booze and shoes shelter. Uh-huh. That's funny. Well, I'm glad you're okay. I really Thanks. am. Thanks. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to. We're in line for, you know, an, a roof inspection. This guy's pretty yeah, busy. 10 years. <laughs> I did tell Chad, they were saying it's going to be like a multi-million dollar hailstorm, and I was like, oh! Time to find me a new car. <laughs> what kind of roofs on the house? Is it uh, shingles? Uh, not my house. Yeah, yeah. Shingles. shingles. Okay. Well, uh, Kentucky Performance Products is our terrific sponsor on Fridays. Let's hear from them, and then we're going to come back and talk about high school. Everybody's favorite thing. <laughs> oh, God. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Have you heard of Saccharomyces boulardii? It's a yeast, a type of probiotic. Often referred to as S. boulardii, it benefits your horse's digestive tract in several different ways. One unique property of S. boulardii is that it supports the stimulation of something called brush broader membrane enzymes that are found in the intestinal lining. These enzymes help your horse digest starches and sugars in the small intestine. When the sugars and starches are more completely digested, fewer of them escape into the hindgut where they can ferment and cause imbalances that lead to colic, diarrhea, and laminitis. 
Saccharomyces boulardii is found in Nalox Advanced, made by Kentucky Performance Products. Nalox Advanced contains a blend of yeast, fermentation solubles, and stomach buffers. These ingredients work together to maintain your horse's digestive tract in peak condition. Nalox Advanced is recommended for horses of all ages and stages and is fed on a daily basis. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. There's a Facebook page called Equestrian Memes and Funnies, which we've all seen. And I really like that page. They do a good job. And one of them they posted on there is if horses were in high school. Now, you and I, you know, I got, I got beat up in high school. You know, I, I, was, I was the kind of geeky kid who kind of got along with everybody and was never in a clique. Uh, but then, you know, would get beat up occasionally. So I was that guy. And you were the horse girl. So you were... You had, were very <laughs> successful in our high school careers. Yeah. <laughs> but if our horses were in high school, this is a pretty good thing they put list they put together of the breeds and what they would be in high school. Let's go every other one. I'll start. Quarter horses, definitely jocks, strutting around, flexing those muscles and showing off their butts. Responsible for all the trophies in the glass case at the high school. That is it. so true. That just and, describes quarter horses. Well, and I love the next one, which is paints. They're quarter horses with too much makeup. <laughs> that is true. You can just picture the, if they were human walking around. Oh, my God. Thoroughbreds. They're preppies. They are athletes, never jocks, because we all know there's a difference. Monogrammed blankets, leather halters, Nike Aventure shoes, and the latest custom trailer and tack. That's so describes thoroughbreds. Appaloosas, stoners, they like to, they like to do acid so they can watch their spots move. <laughs> I had an Appaloosa once, and that so is right on. That is so right on. Arabians, rah rah, sis boom ba, go team. Need I say more? <laughs> so they're the cheerleaders. They're the cheerleaders. <laughs> And then you got shell and ponies, which I actually had one in high school. Uh, punks with spiky hairdos, snotty attitudes, and any color of the rainbow. That kind of uh, describes they any color or their hair is any color? I don't know. But don't punks know. with spiky hairdos kind of describes Shetland ponies. Mm-hmm. It really yep. does. That's I love true. Frisians. Uh, Heather's going to love this. She's one of our listeners, lives down the street, has Frisians. Frisians are your biker's Big, buff, always black, c- cigarettes hanging from the corner of their mouths and dangerous glint in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and in every movie, apparently. Every movie. And this is how people usually describe Morgans, which are nerdy teacher's pets. That's true. <laughs> Morgan's nerdy teacher pet running around doing everything from yearbook to decorating the gym and rattling the oh rattling the biker stoners and jocks. <laughs> that is true. That kind hey of guys. describes a Morgan. Hey guys, how's it going? Do you need some help with that? Cool. No, I got it. It's cool. I got it. It's fine. <laughs> I would have been a Morgan. That's what I would have been. Are you were you a nerdy teacher pet? Yeah, because I always got A's and stuff and Oh, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Giraffes, all breeds. No real click. They're just the big guys who sit in the back of the room and fart a lot. (laughs) Maybe you're a hackney pony. And their name was Jack. (laughs) Yeah, their name is Jack. What's up? Yo, what's going on? 
Hackney ponies band geeks marching along with their heads and knees held high, even while going to the bathroom. And that is so true. That described Scooter. He would have been a band geek. Probably played the clarinet. (laughs) (laughs) That's how my parents met in band playing the clarinet. They both played the clarinet. That's how they met. Did you play in the band? Oh, hell no. I had no musical ability at all. <laughs> the, we had, they had four children, none of us with a drop of musical ability, and yet they met both in the band. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. They met in high school? Yeah, that was how they did it back that's then. That's in the 50s. So you met in high school. And you got married, like, when you were 18 and a half. So, mm-hmm. yep. Warmbloods, the school staff and faculty looking down their noses with righteous indignation and disgust. Wow, this, whoever wrote this doesn't like hormones. <laughs> and smoking in the teacher's room. <laughs> I added that. Minis are the <coughs> elementary school students. <laughs> Donkeys would be the teachers with the ability to think and remember what happened the day before. Less likely to step on your feet while dancing. Would be the teachers with the ability to... That one kind of doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, too, I'm too drugged up to think about that one. Saddlebreds, the ones riddled with teen angst. They're the artsy <laughs> drama club types. That's pretty accurate. We don't have the breed that's the horse girls who got picked on endlessly in high school. No, because we're everybody listening is that girl. <laughs> Percheron, cafeteria ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Get okay, a on them. okay, I'm not commenting on that. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> uh, Mustangs, the free spirits, and the rebel without a cause. I'm trying to think what I am, what I was in high school. Yeah, I, I'm definitely a Morgan. Mustang, half Shetland pony. Oh, wait, I wasn't. A, I didn't have spiky hairdo, but I was a little punk. I was definitely a rebel with no cause. So you're a Mustang <laughs> Shetland. Uh, yeah, I think I'm leaning towards Mustang because, like I said, I was a rebel, but I had no cause. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you've never been very political about anything. Uh, football team. Well, the Budweiser Clydesdales, of course. Of course. <laughs> you got to have the Clydesdales. And then one of the uh, I, one of the comments added this one. Standardbreds. The odd, super smart kids with that no one really notices until they try out for track. Because someone dared them to, and they beat the track star's time. That I love it. kind of true of standardbreds. <laughs> They're kind of the unsung, you know, heroes of the speed world. That's awesome. That is good. That was a good list. I'm, I'm glad we went over that. That was uh, Equestrian Memes and Funnies on Facebook. Uh, they do have some good stuff they post. Hey, did you see Adina Springs in Kentucky's for sale? Oh, my gosh. Was that Can the I one we went it? to? Yeah, that's where uh, Mucho Macho Man is. That's what I thought. That's the one we went together to with a whole bunch of our listeners. <clears throat> and it's for sale now. And the Stronic Group owned it. And apparently Frank Stronic purchased it in 2005. Now, this is in Paris, Kentucky, right outside of Lexington. And they built a state-of-the-art facility on 2,300 acres. It opened 2007 and is capable of handling 1,000 horses. <laughs> Wow. Uh, so it's now for sale. You can buy it for a mere $55 million, But they said they'll take offers. $55 million. I mean, it's so beautiful. So uh, you've got this. What what happens to all the horses that are in it? Do they get relocated? Well, they have like Is 20 other farms, them? I think, too. Because uh, uh. they have farms in Ontario and Florida and elsewhere, I'm sure. Didn't he say he was kind of getting out a little bit, too? Stronic family. 
I don't know. <clears throat> but it's 2,300 acres, 3.3 miles of road frontage. Do you remember us driving around that farm trying to find a building we were supposed to go to? <laughs> I remember I talked to somebody at Lane's End, and they just in between the paddocks, they had like miles of a pasture that wasn't used that was in between the double fence lines. Well, miles. Well, I'll have you know that uh, Adina Springs has 80 miles of four board fencing. Holy moly. <laughs> Can you imagine how many people it would take just to keep your fencing up? It's and, a, you, you'd start it and then just start over. 80 miles. Checking for nails that have popped out. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? 20 miles of roads in the property. Now, this is how you know it's a horse property and it's a big horse property. It's seven breeding barns, stalls, blah, 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 right? Quarantine barn, hay barns. 24-unit employee compound, which means they, they you can have 24 families living there. And this is the type of property it is. You know how they usually describe the house? They don't do that on this. It just says multiple executive homes. You, they do usually use like those big homes offices, too. Yeah, just... That was a beautiful place. The thing about that place, too, if you remember right, so part when you go around Kentucky, it's a little hilly. And when you go around Lexington, I mean, it's a little bit hilly when you go out of town and see the other farm, fancy farms out of town. But when you head up to Paris as far up as that one is, it gets, it gets quite hilly. So, and we went up to the top of one of the buildings, mm -hmm. remember? Yeah. And we're to the portico or whatever that thing is at the top, and we got to do the view. That's a beautiful farm. Oh my gosh, that farm! I just is got goosebumps amazing. thinking about being there and go, climbing up to the top of that building. They did treat us right when we went over there. That, that day. was awesome. Yeah, we had a good we got a good tour that day. All right, why don't you tell us about Wintech saddles, and then we'll do some really bad ads. Whether you're training or riding the local trails, there's a Wintech saddle for almost every horse and rider combination. The Wintech 2000 All Purpose is for the riders who want to do a bit of everything, from training to fun beach days with your friends. You'll experience total luxury in this top-of-the-range Wintech saddle. Your horse will adore the super soft panels, which mold in and around their muscles for complete comfort. Muscles or... <clears throat> Sinking into the deep seat, your leg will find its natural groove and your contact and communication will become effortless so you can focus on having fun. Explore the Wintech Saddles range at Wintech-Saddles.com. Uh, Wintech-Saddles.com. Now, I would like to address a concern that was brought up regarding my Wintech Saddle, Glenn. Yes. So I've decided that I'm going to teach Miles, my Andalusian, who pretty much at this point has not indicated he's talented at anything. Uh, so I've decided I'm going to make him because all I want in Andalusian is I want to gallop through a field bareback and bridalist with his mane whipping me in the face. That is all So we've I given want. up on a dressage queen career? Oh yeah, Andalusian. no, I never had that intention. Oh, okay. um, and especially when you see this horse, he's the laziest thing on the planet. But... <laughs> I decided I was going to teach him to go bareback and bridleless. And so day one, so, so that, that there's the concern with the Wintech because I have a Wintech. Don't worry, I'm still using it, but I'm focusing on this for a minute. And so what I did and oh gosh, farm boy just sits and laughs at me. So I put this bareback pad on him because he's too round and slick. I need a handle. Uh, and then I put a halter on him and I have a neck rope. And I have the neck rope on him and the halter on him, but there's no lead rope attached, but I'm in the round pin. And so I was like, okay, bud. And his stop is great. His backup when you pull on the rope is really good. But then I'm trying to turn him 
and he he doesn't want to turn. And so I was having to reach forward, grab the halter, pull it to the right (laughs) and turn him. And I've come up with a better idea. Okay. First of all, I would not recommend teaching a horse that is not super lazy to go bareback and bridleless. So, I mean, I think that's kind of the initial desire is that they need to be fairly lazy uh, for me anyway. Um, so I now put the neck rope on him and I can get on him in the round pen. I've taught him to come to the mounting block and I can get on him in the round pen. And here's what I do. I just ask him to go forward. And at some point he has to turn. So what do I do? I go, oh, yeah, that's the way I wanted to go. And I cue him to go that way. And then we keep going. And then he runs into another wall and he's going to have to make a turn. And so he's like, I'm going to turn left. I'm like, yes, let's turn left. And I use the cue. So now I've done that three or four times. And now I'm starting to be able to turn him because he's like, oh, that's what that means. Yes. I feel like. A, so you did reverse psychology. on. I did reverse psychology because he was he's, <laughs> he's just no, no, I'm not going that way. I didn't I don't know how to train a horse to go bridalist. So he's taken to it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, so this is going to be your show, Pony, for when you go to expos and you put on performances. This is going to be your bridalist. Uh, oh, yeah. I be mean, the obviously slowest. people are going to invite us for all over the country <laughs> to see the beautiful the slowest demonstration ever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can walk with no bridle, everybody. Yeah. And did you look at like Luke Gingrich, who was on the show the other day, and he's like doing this amazing stuff. I'm like, my horse can walk in a round pin without a bridle on. Look how talented I am. <laughs> amazing. That's funny. So, w- w- no eventing with this horse? No. Oh, no. 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 He's, he's, again, you finally he's, have an Andalusian. I know. You're supposed to be like in the Grand Prix dressage ring. No, I no, that's too much work, Glenn. Okay. Um, this Andalusian was bought literally with one thing in mind. I'm going to canter him through fields, bareback and bridalitz with wind whipping me in the face. Now, it would be great if I could get him to canter without falling. That would be nice, but we're working on that. And it would be also nice if your wind didn't have hail in it every time, too. That would be great. <laughs> and if he would stop rubbing his mane out. There's a lot to unpack here, Glenn. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> pay it, I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. The horse trading. That's right. It is time for really bad ads. That time of the week when we get listeners submit ads to us. Uh, by the way, last weekend when I was at the Equine Affair, every listener I talked to, their favorite part of the show is really bad ads. So that was pretty much universal. So we're going to give you some more today. Today we get some help, though. You know, I have this cough and I've been on mute to half the show. Um, and I'm so glad that we have five Five listeners that decided to record their own, so I don't have to talk as much. But we do have a ton of prizes that for the rest of April and May that we're going to announce, brought to you by Horselovers.com, the home of 120,000 equestrian items for your complete shopping fun. Head over to Horseloverswithaz.com. Also, EcoGold. We have over and we have a total of over six hundred dollars in prizes. The first one is the EcoGold Secure Saddle Pad. No slip, no slide, no problem. EcoGold Secure Saddle Pad is the most 
most comfortable non-slip saddle pad, breathable and hypoallergenic. Its non-slip technology has a powerful grip, yet is super soft on this horse's skin. A more secure position means you are able to communicate more effectively with your horse. The winner can pick their color and style, English or Western. Well, that's nice. Isn't this the one you have? I I have the monoflap one. Yeah, it's so awesome. This is a $200 value. So there you go. All right. The C4 gift collection, belt, socks, et cetera, $110 worth of C4 accessories. Everyone knows a C4 brand of belt and accessories. It's known for color and choice from belts to dog collars, watch bands, socks. And this gift package comes with a little bit of everything. And Red and Goat, we've had them on the show a number of times. They're they're two of my favorite people. The girls that started Red and Goat are two of my favorite people that I see at shows and events. And they're offering one of their amazing coats. Uh, we're going to have more details soon on exactly which one, hopefully next week. But uh, it's going to be in the $200 value range. And all of you want a Red and Goat coat. Trust me. They're the best oh. coats for riding. Um, and then finally, a Gatsby fly collection, Ma- uh, Gatsby cool mesh fly mask with ears, cool mesh leg wrap, Gatsby cool mesh mesh fly sheet, cool mesh is hard to say, and a Gatsby cool mesh matching fly neck cover. I think I gave you this one. Thank you. <laughs> Gatsby cool mesh. Cool, cool you can mesh. practice that before next week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's $125 value. So if you've put off finding really bad ads, this is your month to do it. There's yeah, lots right? of great prizes here. And you know, uh, the, the first p- person that uh, did submit it I don't think has ever submitted before, but why don't you tell us about the people who submitted that are going to be counted, but we didn't have room. Can she even win? I don't know. Well, she doesn't work for us. I know, right? Karen from Kentucky Performance Products. Yes, she can win, obviously. This is her first time submitting. And uh, she submitted this ad, which I'm assuming is Kentucky, considering she lives in Kentucky. Um, And it is uh, very little punctuation. So thank you for that, Karen. Uh, Baby is a wonderful, sweet, amazing trail horse. She's 15 hands and turning 19 years young in March. She looks and acts much like you'd think, but she's much younger. Her previous owners used her to breed with and trail ride, so she also has a ton of experience. We ride at Cave Run Lake and Shia go right on in the lake, deep mud and different terrains with ease. She traffic safe and ain't spooky at all either. BB don't kick or bite at all. Sounds like the perfect horse. Oh my god, I want her. She's like much price, younger though. than nineteen. Yeah, but I don't. She looks and acts much. This is the sentence that got me. Her previous owners used to breed her with and trail ride also, so she has a ton of experience <laughs> with sex and trail riding. Apparently, I mean, get it, girl. <laughs> right on. That's what jumped out at me. Caitlin sent this one in. Uh, this is everything horse in Vermont and New Hampshire. There's a Facebook page for everything. Hello, I'm looking for a very cheap, free rideable horse. Thanks. That's it. Okay. Uh, you know, isn't everybody? <laughs> Hold on. I have saved something that reminds me of that. Let's see here. I got to find it because I'm looking for a free, cheap car, a free, cheap. Yeah, I'm looking for free and cheap everything. Actually. You never know till you ask, Glenn. I guess. Okay. Yeah. 
So this came in the Oklahoma Horse Connection. Stop me if I read this already. Oklahoma Horse Connection Facebook page. And it says, this is probably a long shot, but I'm looking for a, wait, this is probably a long shot and I'm looking for a Philly under one papers ain't needed. Range of 1K, just wanting to raisin with my kids. Thanks in advance. I'm in Medill, Oklahoma. And, um, Somebody wrote that um, I got a stud colt for sale. He's a year old. I got no. I got a Weenland stud colt. You can have. It's great to raise with your kids. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I have to find that green and green song bite. I really do. I lost. You know what? Ago. If I you think a Weenland stud colt is great to raise with your children, I just you have to. Oh God. Next one. All right. The next ad came in from Taylor, and oh, she hold recorded. On. We got Gwen in there who sent one. Oh, wait, so in this one. Yeah. Oh, Gwen recorded it. Hi, guys. This is Gwen calling from North Carolina, um, sending in a really bad ad. This is a Facebook ad from Quality Horses, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, and Virginia. Uh, the ad reads, looking for horse no more than 18 years old, if you are reasonable, no more than $700 on a tight budget, do ton unfortunatin gated <laughs> OTTB or quarter. Thanks. I have no idea what that means, uh, except that they only have $700 unfortunatin. So yeah, that's it. It's pretty bad. <laughs> now think- remember when you send it in you get double the entries and Gwen you missed a perfect opportunity to get triple the entries because if you do it in an accent other than your own triple the entries uh, I don't even know what you just read it's really I have no was- idea but do you think there's <laughs> so that was quality new new North Carolina horses do you think there's a crappy North Carolina horses probably because there's a Facebook page for everything and you know Glenn. what if you're in the quality North Carolina for horses they should have guidelines you have to be able to spell you have to have punctuation if, <laughs> if you're selling a quality horse it's got to be right you otherwise you're in the crappy room you know what the thoroughbred is always misspelled so many times but also I've seen the word Appaloosa spelled so poorly recently and Apoalusa, you know. Well, I got to <laughs> like, tell you that of those two, of those two, I still have to look them up occasionally. Yeah, well, that's you. Uh, <laughs> the next one came from. Oh, we're back Taylor. to Kentucky, Cave City again. Well, Cave City. If you're in cave, you're in the hole. Uh, I oh god, no punctuation. You're in cave. You're in the hole. <laughs> you're in cold. Did you you're just in the make hole. that up? Or is I that their actual you, saying? The weather guy. The tornado oh. is heading to coal, and he's like, if you're in coal, you're in the hole. Well, that Cave means City, get in your t- shelter. Cave City is the biggest, largest cave complex in Kentucky. So I know. It's why it was hilarious. <laughs> you're in Cave City, good. you're I'm, in the hole. I'm impressed. You get Thanks. two points for that. Wow. You mean that sometimes I'm funny? Thank yeah, you, Glenn, sometimes, yeah, for honoring sometimes that. It. Today, that was it. <laughs> I have 12 year quarter horse mare. She's big, fat horse. She's 15. Space. Comma, two hands tall. She never seen a sail barn in her life. She rides really good, more go than whoa, listen very well. She sound in everywhere. She also throws some really nice babies as well. She located Cave City, Kentucky. If you want to know, you know, more, call or text have videos as well. We'll not respond to scams of any kind. So don't waste mine or your time. Um, 
please respond to scams. It's the most fun waste of time. Have they outlawed punctuation and capitalization in Kentucky? I mean, you know what? It's just, it's just too hard. And by the way, you try and scam somebody in Kentucky, you might die because they're all armed. So, you know, just don't do that. Um, Rebecca sent this one in. Hey, everyone. This is Bex from Colorado. And I found this ad on a Facebook sport horse page. The picture is of a cute little dun pony reaching out to take a treat. Um, I'm going to read it slowly because it's only two lines. Okay. Varnishing, dun gelding, seven years, 14 hands high, easy keeper, barefoot, flying change, WTC, trails, water, obstacles, jumping, whip, rope, dog, smoke, safe, Located in Brixville, Florida. What? And I feel like I was taking an enunciation test. <laughs> <laughs> Does the horse smoke? I mean, I feel like it shouldn't be allowed for. I mean, smoking is bad, you guys. Yeah, like, I don't know if you know that, horses. but yeah, horses really shouldn't get involved. No, I blame your parents. Short enough. I blame the parents. Yeah. Um, Bex is the one we had on. Wasn't she the one we had on, the listener we had on, who was the avalanche lady? Who was, remember, she she was in charge of avalanche control in Colorado there or something? She's awesome. Yeah. Uh, She probably had a lot of work this year. They got a lot of snow. Uh, Jenny sent this one in. Livestock trailer. It's our trailer of the week. $850. First of all, it's over our limit. I have an old (laughs) horse. What is our limit? $400 for crappy trailers. I have an old horse slash livestock trailer. It's been sitting for two years and needs a little TLC. (laughs) But it's an overall decent condition. There's so many lies in here. That's questionable. $850 of best offer. You won't find one for less. Yes, you will. Uh, Please call or text. We'll need tires and some floor work. Yeah. Yeah. Body work, lights work, tire oh, wait, work, axle a, work, brake work. A, <laughs> oh, they work. reduced it to $700. Oh, there's an edit. Yeah. Now yeah. reduced to 700 Yeah. Okay. Um, this one's your typical two-horse front trailer like we always get. Uh, I will say the green windows that are in front of these that seem to always be in the front of these are actually still there. It might be a first, but the door's gone in the front. So your horse. No, is prob- that's not a door, Glenn. That's just the front of the trailer. Oh, it <laughs> this just is came a out. panel on the front of the trailer. <laughs> it's completely that gone. Is completely gone, and there used to be a window there, but obviously that's not there anymore because they tacked in metal on top of it. Not to mention the fact that this is nine different shades of rust, and you <laughs> will need a tetanus shot and probably a hepatitis oh, booster. And, uh, and by the way, we c- the ground it's buried halfway up the axles or halfway up the tires. And the other thing is, I cannot see any evidence of an actual hitch. So you might need to add one of those too. So bring your welder along when you go pick this one up. Seven hundred dollars. You want it gone? If you want it gone, you will have to hire somebody to come and get it and take it away. I don't know how you'd haul it. There's no hitch. Just sitting on the ground. Tow truck. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Like even the tires are so bad that the the trailer is actually sitting on On the the ground. ground. (laughs) Like the the floor of the trailer is on the ground. This is a terrible, go. terrible trailer. Yeah, for seven hundred dollars um, or best offer, I'm thinking that the best offer is going to be paying someone at seven hundred dollars. Exactly. Somebody can get it. Uh, the, Sabrina sent this one in. Make a cult, two hundred fifty dollars. Make a cult. Make a cult. 
I'd like to make a cult like the ding fillies all the time. <laughs> Stud services not registered already. Say it together with me. Geld that shh. It has to come up that I have to say that. Uh, he is gray, 16 HH, pretty easy going, has been rode a few times and learns fast, don't have a fence set up, and 250 per mare. What? What? Is the horse loose? There's no fence? Oh. Very confused, Sabrina. Is there any more information or a phone number? Because I really want to call these people. Yeah, geld that stuff. Because you know what? Geld that stuff. He's a gray 16HH, pretty easy going, has been rode a few times and learns fast, don't have a fence set up, and $250 per mare. And he's what a 957 because we don't even have any clue what breed he is. <laughs> so you know what? I feel like I need to breed to that thing. <laughs> Do you think he actually gets people that respond? He probably does. I'm it's only two hundred fifty dollars. I could get free horse plan. Except there's no fence for some, and I don't know what that means. But uh, Michelle sent this one in. Hi, this is Michelle Fuentes, and I'm here with a really bad ad. This is from the Michigan Horses Facebook group. This is evil. I have to sell him due to no fault of his own. He is at the top of the pecking order right now. Evil is a thoroughbred, and he is not easily scared as he is used to being on the track with loud noises. It does take him a minute to warm up to everything, but once he does, he's a great horse. $1,000 or best offer. I know that Glenn loves a good horse name that is a bad horse name, and I thought this guy named Evil fit the bill. That pretty much does Hope it. you guys have a great day. I don't know if you get much better than Evil. <laughs> I mean, again, it begs the question. If you name something, does it become that or does it become the opposite of that? The whole chicken and the egg thing? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't know I don't which either. one it is. Maybe he's not evil or he is evil. I don't know. Um, I need to know that, actually. Okay, I want you guys to think. Okay, so, so somebody I smarter had, than us can do a study because we don't, we we, we won't. Uh, my, yeah. We do studies all the time. It's called a Facebook post. Is your horse its name or the opposite of its name? Because I had a mare named Graceful Flyer. I didn't name her. Uh, she was an appendix. God, that was the goofiest dang horse. I mean, she fell all the time. She fell when I was riding. She was a faller, just terrible. And her name was Graceful Flyer. Oh, God. Um, all right. The next one is yours. Danielle sent it in. 10-year-old broken mule, $2,000. Why are we getting $2,000 for a broken mule? It's broken. Uh, Buster Fourth is around 10 years old. Can be rode but and was trained to pull a wagon. He needs someone to give him a job. He is stubborn. <laughs> Get that, a stubborn mule. Pick up only in where, Jamie? Guthrie, Oklahoma. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you I'm need a stubborn mule. You don't have one of those. I'm heading to Guthrie right after this to go to Horse and Hound and pick up a couple new horses. So <laughs> I'll perfect. just grab him, too. It's perfect. You know, that's one thing you don't have. Imagine how happy Chad would be if you showed up with a stubborn mule. Ten-year-old broken mule. There you go. <laughs> <sighs> Debbie sent the next one in. Thank you, Danielle. Fun, Debbie. Hi, guys. This is Debbie from Southwest Kansas. I have an entry for the really bad ads category. It's actually a pretty honest ad. It's from the Tennessee Walkers and Gated Horses Facebook group. And the ad reads, 
posting again because I need him gone. Don't know how old he is. Don't care what you think because the vet and the dentist said early to mid-teens. Not arguing about it. For the price, you get what you get. No, I don't know much about him. I've sat on him bareback and he rode fine. But I've not saddled him and I just don't have the time to. Picked him up because he was hungry. Now he's not so hungry and is ready to move. Gelding, Pasifino. We'll haul him anywhere in the U.S. for dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. El Paso is in the low, low, one, two, three, four carats or best offer. The picture shows a sorrel gelding standing in a haylot. You can't tell much about his feet, but he has definitely had a lot of hay. <laughs> I'm not sure if El Paso is his name or if El Paso is where he is, but he definitely needs a new home. That's it, guys. Y'all have a good week. That was awesome. Debbie, she gives it with intensity. She does. She goes all in. I like it. Here's Tara. She's going to finish us out today. This is a really bad... Oh, by the way, um, apparently there was a dog chewing a bone beside her. Dog. Um, and Tara has like 85 dogs. So um, this is just one of the 85 dogs. But now, see if you can actually focus on what Tara says, or if you'll just be thinking about the dog eating the bone beside her. All right, you focus on the bone, I'll focus on the ad. From, okay. It's from some cow horse group in Facebook. So, the horse's name is Shania Twain. She's a 13-year-old-ish grade mare located in Franklin, North Carolina. Sweet, calm, docile 85% of the time, until you trust her. Then, she will eat your lunch in front of you. We'll nip, not often. We'll kick, sometimes. She warns you, at least. She's about middle of the pack for hierarchy. Depends on the day if you can catch her. She can be a family horse. It takes the whole family to catch her. We'll not leave the house in a straight line. Expect about 30 turns before you're half a mile from the barn. If you trail her here somewhere, she's a perfect, angelic, calm, and independent woman. She will make you look and sound like a total psychopath when you tell her, tell people, she's a bitch, don't trust her. She's got some buttons, nothing fancy. She's bomb-proof, nothing really bothers her. She's pretty punchy with cows. She will go for hours. She will cross anything, go where you point her, Gets you out of a bind, crosses water. She actually loves water. If you have a creek, that's where she'll be. In the arena, she's all right. She'll crow hop, but she gets over it eventually. Freezes if she spooks. Shivers if something startles her. She may jump in her skin if it really startles her. Good blood work in Coggins in the past year. Barefoot for a few years. Eats whatever you feed her. Has a knot inside of her left ear. I haven't gotten it taken off yet, but it doesn't seem to bother her. Load's great, stands perfect for the farrier, stands for the vet, doesn't like baths or spraying of bottles. Be prepared when you have a bottle to get in the fight of the century. The spray bottle has done things, she knows it. She's an okay horse, I'm just tired of her shit. Make an offer. <laughs> this guy talked me right into it. <laughs> oh I'm sorry, God. I was listening to the bone. I what? know, see, and I, I told you that's all you'd hear. That was a big dog chewing that bone, too. That wasn't a little dog chewing that bone. That was a big that's bone. That's awesome. That's probably that's the awesome. size of that cow bone you found. Uh, but, yeah, so there you go. That was a mare everybody wants. Just line up for to get that one. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for submitting. We really appreciate it. Uh, uh, auditors, hold on. And uh, have a terrific weekend. We'll have a, another round of shows for you next week. Uh, we actually have They'll a They'll be better. They'll be better yeah. than today's show. Hopefully, I feel better. Um, so next week, we actually have a brand new one for you. The Chi, Inst- Chi University. It used to be the Chi Institute. Chi University is having a brand new episode on Tuesday. And that's all about Eastern medicine. They're the premier uh, university in the country that teaches vets about Eastern medicine, from herbs to acupuncture and all of the Eastern medicine stuff. And I hear rumor that Dr. Wendy may make an appearance on that show. So for you Dr. Wendy lovers, you'll, you'll probably hear her on that show as well. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate it. And uh, you be safe this weekend there, my friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. You have a great one, too. I hope you feel better. Time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. Hey, sorry, auditors, about this week. We have not done a great job with our post shows. I've been sick. Jamie's been busy trying to get blown off the earth. Uh, so. <laughs> Are you still doing those focus group things? Yes. Post- yeah, they're still. Yeah, still don't going. ask him to. Ruin no, I, I, show. I actually, I. I Forgot to put the posts up last week. I didn't forget. I was at the show. And then this week I've been sick and I haven't. So I've, I'm like, okay, I'll start next week when hopefully things get better again. There you go. Jeez. Yeah. It's just been, uh, it's been a time. And uh, when that storm stuff happens and you're like in the shelter, all the dogs, the family, close the door, lock it. And then you go out and then you go back in and then you go out and then you go back in and just hours. I just yesterday which is a zombie I couldn't even work I it's just like I have to take a personal day from this like do, do you call yourself on the phone hey I'm going to take a personal day today <laughs> <laughs> no I fed the horses and I was like get out get out called go farm away. boy and said don't come over today yeah he's like I'm just going to come at 4 and I was like okay I'm not going to be here <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear Farm Boy selling his horse? Yes, Farm Boy is selling his horse. If anybody, by the way, wants an awesome horse, dude, this horse is legitimately cool. I wanted him, when when he came from Horse and Hound last fall, I was like, if you don't adopt this horse, I will. So the plan all along was to train him through the year, and we got permission from the rescue to rehome him afterwards. This cowboy has put, I mean, hours a day on this horse. Just he can crack whips off his back. He can, yeah, he doesn't stand on, but he hops on and bareback. He shimmies up there. I have a video of it. it's awesome. Uh, he, I've jumped him, canter trail ride. We've hauled him off property and done trail rides. He's the sensible horse one. husband horse here. Oh my god, this horse is so great. His name is Donnelly. He was a racehorse, and he. So farm boy has to leave for the summer to do an internship, and oh, you can't take he, him with. Well, he can't take him with. Plus, he's like, you know, a broke college student Mm. and needs to. Like, I was like, hey, uh, we got shoes and I've got spring shots. I just had the vet out. Like, we need all the things. And 
I'm just, I'm just keeping a running tally. <laughs> so I get my percentage, I guess, when he sells. I don't know. Um, so he does need a home. And, oh, my God, I want to keep him so bad. I love him so much. How tall is not, he? not Farm Boy the horse. Uh, 16'2". Yeah, because Farm Boy's like taller than me. So Yeah, yeah. he's 6'4". So he... I mean, he makes this horse. He makes all the horses look small. Yeah. But this is a as a that's big a good size thoroughbred. Yeah, yeah, and he's you know the white high white socks and a blaze like he's so pretty and he's just so gentle. What do you ha- I mean, what are, what's he asking for? I don't know, somewhere oh. around ten. I mean, okay. this guy has put in so many hours on this horse. That's it's worth it that, for that. For this horse, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, to me, I'm like, if you've been looking for something that could do anything between trail riding, jumping, arena work, dr- I started teaching him dressage, like, so I, he wouldn't let me ride him for like six months. And then finally he's like, okay, you can ride him now. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to prepare him. So now I put some more buttons on him. And he's one of those horses that I love riding. Like I get on him and I just love riding him. He's narrow. He's not super broad. So it's not like you're, I'm doing a split. And I love those more narrow horses that makes my hips feel more comfortable on a narrow horse like that. Um, and he's just, just as gentle as they come. He's just so gentle. And so if anybody's looking for something, I mean, he's young, he's only four and he already has this brain. Imagine what putting him in, and some good hands will do. Oh, God. The horse of a lifetime. Yay. Do you have them listed anywhere yet? Or are you still just trying to do it privately? I posted them in the auditor room. Because <laughs> like, I feel like somebody I know should get this horse. You know, and I don't sell horses. And I don't really get involved in, in selling horses anymore. It's not, not my thing. So if I do have a horse, I mean, you guys know I'm really, really honest. The worst thing this horse does is if he's in the barn and He's not like all if, if the stalls on both sides of him are full, he's fine. But if you turn somebody out before him, he weaves. I just puts his head out the door and weaves back and forth. That's the worst thing this horse does. It's pretty amazing. He's great. Well, so. good. Yeah, I know. I saw that when I was away and I was like, oh, he's getting rid of his horse. I told Chad, I'm like, can I keep him? <laughs> Chad said, no, you cannot. Keep no, him. he goes, you can trade him. <laughs> For one of yours. You cannot <laughs> keep him. You're not keeping him. No. Not going to happen. <laughs> um, so uh, what else are we talking about? I don't know, but oh, I'm I, now stuck in this stupid equestrian memes and funny page. Yeah, it's good. Um, I did not get results yet for those that have asked uh, on Scooter. So no results on Scooter's diagnosis. Of what was it? Cushing's? Cushing's, yeah. yeah. Uh, she oh, did come no. out. She did say, you remember I told you Scooter has this thing for pretty women? And pretty girls, especially. I wonder where he gets that from. He does. He has this thing, and it's it's a joke now with all our friends because if our friends are pretty women and they come over, he just swoons. And if it's a guy, he doesn't give a crap. It's like go away. And even I hate to say this, even older women, he won't pay much attention to. It's young pretty women. So the vet apparently that came out, and I've never met this vet, but apparently she's wonderful. Is about four foot nine. She's tiny and pretty. And uh, it's the first time she's seen Scooter. She's seen Nigel before. It's the first time she's seen Scooter. And Jennifer said, he came right up, made eyes at her, and just about crawled in her lap. And, and, and I said, well, then the rest of the, the appointment went pretty well. There was no problem. He said, are you kidding? Or she said, are you kidding? He was just all over her. 
He just loved her. It's like, oh my God, so many horses hate the vet just because of the way they smell, I think. Uh-huh. You know, but not Scooter. It was a pretty girl. <laughs> Didn't That's care what so she did. He, it's, we're not making that up. You ask anybody, Charlotte. So Charlotte's our para friend, right? And she, we've been on the show a million times. Uh, Charlotte goes visit Scooter. He literally tr- lays his head in her lap. Oh, he just loves pretty girls. Kayla, he loves Kayla, too. So, yeah. So it was no exception with the vet. He apparently he, doesn't he care. Even like me? I'd be like, oh, he'd love you. Pretty yeah. and short, apparently, is a thing, too. Shorter is better. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, he would love you. He'd just love you. Now, Chad, he would look at and go, ah, you don't have anything for me. I'm done. Meh. But, but he knows I'm not going to give him treats. So, well, I don't know. He, well, he might not love you for long, but he'll love you. <laughs> <laughs> Initially, yeah. he's going to be attracted yeah, to exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> he'll have attraction. He, he'll figure out real soon you're not worth anything. But, well, I, I also a vet update on my end as well. Um, you know, my, my dear friend Duke has never. Not been very thrifty recently. Uh, let's remind everybody, Duke's like 89 years old. He's 30, yeah. um, give or take a year. Uh, and he's just the greatest horse of all time. And I just... Duke might be the last horse I ever rode. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and he is probably... I mean, I've had him 12 years and I got him from a listener who auditor Betty. Um, so he's... And I think in the entire time I've had him, we've learned he can't get vaccines because he has massive reactions to vaccines, like just wants to lay down and die. So we, I don't vaccinate him. He has had in his entire existence, knock on wood, one abscess. Okay. But now, you know, since he's been having some dental problems, so I took him in and I got his teeth a couple teeth pulled because we went to do a float and there was a couple loose teeth and he was so reactive and so painful. So we got his teeth pulled, but it was brutal. And he, it did not matter how much sedation you gave him. It was torturous to see them pull these teeth. And they, they say he just was very unhappy. So obviously he's too old to lay down to pull teeth. Um, but it's like his, he, he's hungry. All the time, nickering for food, winning for food, all the things, and you give him food and he doesn't really want to eat it. So uh, that would lead me to believe that there's something wrong orally going on as well. So then we started him on a once a day pain pill. And the problem is I can't get him to eat it because he doesn't want to eat anything. So now I'm having to make his, um, he gets alfalfa pellets soaked in water and then the seniors put on top of that and it takes them all dang day to eat it. Mm. So I had the vet look at him and she's like, maybe something is just not like his tongue isn't working, you know, all this. So anyway, the Duke is now once a week or twice, once every two weeks for several times is going to get acupuncture in his head and a tens unit in his head. And it's like, stimulation she said we do have to lightly sedate him because turns out they don't like getting electroshock therapy to their face i have a tense uh-huh. unit i've used on myself it is uh it is interesting uh-huh yeah, yeah. i have one too and and uh although i've never had needles in my head let's attach that tens unit to needles and put those in your face 
Yeah. Yeah. He's going to love that. He's going to love it. Um, But (laughs) the good thing is uh, she said you'll see results almost immediately. And after three, if you don't see results, it's not working. But if you do see results, you got to keep going. Um, But I'm really, um, I just, I'm trying everything with this horse because he has just been the greatest dude in the history of the world. I mean, he's one of my my best horses I've ever owned. Probably one of the top three best horses I've ever had. Look, she um, let me ride him. So there's that. Yeah. 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 I let Lucas ride him bareback with a halter. Yeah. Okay. That's how great this horse is. He's just the greatest. And uh, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. His first appointment is next week. So that's coming out to, to get him done and. It's just so, it's so heartbreaking to, to see. And, and like I told her, I was like, he's totally fine from, you know, ears back, which is not normal for a 30 year old horse to be sound and healthy and all the things he just, it's, I, I'm like, it's just something in his, in his face. And I just can't put him through another dental surgery. He just was miserable. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound like that'd be a plan. No, I mean they pulled him out, and, they, and and the the teeth surprisingly are very long in there. And holding his mouth open and having them rip teeth out, he just was so unpleasant for it. And he's never unpleasant for anything, so it had to really be uh, stressful and uncomfortable. And again, like you said, he's too old to just lay down and do dental surgery. So I'm gonna try this, and we'll we'll see how it goes. But it's just it just breaks my heart. God, I love this horse so much. And I told my husband, he was like, you're doing, you know, he, he didn't even sneeze about it. He was like, okay, cool. Like you're doing acupuncture on your horse's face. Okay, cool. You know what that reminds (laughs) me of is, uh, Emily, when she came on and told us about that shock therapy that helped her. Yeah. Oh my God. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, it's it's similar to that. So everybody's seeing happy happy songs for for the Duke, and I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. Plus, I'll take a video of it because it's going to be fascinating. On a more positive note, to end the show, uh, did you see the that picture? That is positive. He's going to be amazing. It's going to okay. be perfect. Right. It's going to totally work. I said on a more positive note to oh. end the show. Uh, did you see the pictures of the corgi jump at, at uh, Land Rover next week? Oh my gosh, it's so cute. <laughs> that was so cute. Uh, and we will, so Monday we both need to do a little research and talk about uh, Land Rover because it is next week. Oh my gosh, so. I'm just, I just see all the ads and I cannot believe I'm not going. But Well, you get, a, after you get a great to- view on on watching it on TV on Saturday, though. So I know, but going to... You, you, I had to go to stupid Italy. Now I don't get to go and to Land you Rover. watch. Every year we go. It's raining or miserable or cold or there's tornadoes. This year it'll be the most perfect weather ever. Because we're not there. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what it's going to be. Guaranteed it's going to be that. But anyway, thanks, everybody. Um... <laughs> they're still talking about the squeaks I just noticed one of the auditors Flossie said did anyone hear the squeaks in yesterday's episode at least five or six times oh I don't know I wasn't here it was yesterday's episode there wasn't one yesterday it was the day before it was Wednesday we were here Wednesday so I don't know I don't know what she's talking about uh, we don't hear the squeaks I'm sorry I've tried to fix the squeaks that was my phone ringing but My we don't parakeets are covered. It's not the parakeets. <laughs> no. This is so right before the show started, we'll let you go on this. Right before the show started, I get a message, I get a phone call and a message from Walgreens that my prescription's ready. And just now they texted me, and I'll guarantee I have an email as well. 
How many <laughs> ways do they have to let you know your prescription's ready? I know. I was at, in the line at Costco and they texted me that my prescription was ready while I was picking it up. I'm like, I know. <laughs> the only one worse we talked about in the, earlier in the show is a dentist. They start and there, there. That's I guarantee you that's that's Walgreens. That's your dentist in nine months. You have an appointment. Yes, that's right. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Thanks, everybody. See ya. All right, bye. I play the closing music, except I can't find it. I don't know what happened to my closing music. So sing for the no, no, There it is. You don't have to sing. Okay, boys and girls, we're done here. Now go ride your horse.